afternoon. It's Tuesday. I'm Colton Moore, and this is and one more thing. Did y'all have a good day? I had a good day. Went by fast, which is all you can hope for on a Tuesday. Just a quick day. So, I mean, what more can I ask for? I would love to do some uh, some baseball or some some sports talk today. Unfortunately, there's just I didn't. Uh, I was busy, busy, busy. I didn't get a chance to see any kind of headlines, uh, except for this last uh, couple of minutes here. But as I got out of town, I had the local sports radio channel on here, and uh, they were talking about the Cardinals hiring their interim manager, giving him a three-year extension. He's been a manager for a month, and they think he's the guy to go up against Joe Madden and the Cubs for the next three years. And, well, he very well may be. They've played a great month of baseball. But baseball is very baseball-y, don't you know? Uh, every team has at least one good month a year. And uh, they were saying they wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals went 14-14 and 14 to finish out September. And, you know, that very well could happen. I, I don't know. They, the Cardinals are a mediocre baseball team. They've got some talent, but even, even diehard Cardinal fans will tell you that. And they were saying it all year. We are a 500 baseball team. Uh, they are over that right now. Fortunately for them, they've, they've exceeded expectations as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, I hope they can stay competitive. Like I said, I'm all about rivalries being competitive. And the Cubs-Cardinals has always been competitive just because uh, they, they played up or played down to each other, one of the two. So, you never it's never a given either way. Um, and well, in baseball, it's like that anyway. That's why they play a series because any given game, anything can happen, you know. So I guess that's a good thing they play a series in baseball. But yeah, they, so it was a cheap little deal, three years, thirty million dollars, something like that. It's making uh, uh, they said that's like well, what Tyler Chatwood's making uh, for the Cubs as a as a guy who. Uh, isn't even in the rotation anymore because he's that bad as a pitcher. Which brings me to what I said yesterday. Go get that baseball money. Goodness. It's ridiculous. The money Major League Baseball throws around. Absolutely ridiculous. But that's all I've got on uh, sports today. I don't. I, I have no clue what happened in the world of football today. Um, and I'm okay with that. It's only Tuesday. Um... Teams probably are whittling down their rosters. I got one more week of preseason before they got to chop it down to 53. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the Oh, shoot. I got to get over. Sorry about that. Thought I was in a different lane. Yeah, teams are, you know, making trades. Khalil Mack still hasn't signed. Still hoping those Packers can trade for him. Um, wouldn't that be something? They trade for him and, and sign him, and he's making more money than Aaron Rodgers. Ha! They'll get his extension done. They still haven't done it yet. Rodgers, that is. Okay, so that is all I got about sports today. Uh, I'm pretty sure about uh, professional sports anyway. Um, I just uh, committed to playing a uh, rec league softball league slow pitch softball so that'll be fun 
that's what's going to occupy my Thursday nights for the next couple months. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to show off how absolutely miserable I am at uh, the baseball-type sports. You ever seen someone strike out in slow-pitch softball? Um, come watch me. I bet you'll see it. <laughs> I've got bad depth perception, folks. I don't know what it is. But uh, it'll be fun. Gotta go, get, gotta go find me a softball glove. So yeah, I'm uh, physically exhausted this afternoon. I uh, was laying in an awkward position all day, working on a machine at work, and I've really made zero progress in it. Um, I mean, that's not exactly true, but pretty much, I feel like I didn't get anything done, but I was working on it all day, which is... Uh, it's kind of frustrating, but it made the day go by fast. Like I said, it was Tuesday that blew by. Just blew by. And I've got a... Uh, well, I don't got anything going on tomorrow that I'm aware of on Wednesday. Thursday is going to be a busy day for me. Well, I, I've got uh, three, three things I'm supposed to do Thursday afternoon. And I'm only probably going to be able to swing one of them. And uh, so I've got a fantasy draft for work with my work league. I've got a uh, first practice for that softball league. So that, that fantasy draft's at 4.15, which I'm not even home by 4.15, so I'm gonna have to stay after work probably. And I don't know how long an auction draft takes with 12 or so teams, but I'm sure it's not quick. Man, I am getting my Facebook messages lit up that I've joined this uh, softball team. So I figure, I mean, if I go do that, going to work an hour late, stick around and do that, I won't get home till late probably. Or I can go into work an hour early and then come home if I can do this draft online and do it online and hopefully be done by 6.15, 6.30 and then make it to uh, my son's preschool uh, my wife's taking him to meet his teacher and then drop off extra pair of clothes and stuff like that that you know preschoolers need uh, and then and then I've got the, at, again at 6.15 or 6.30 I don't remember which one uh, they're having that practice for the softball team so I'm just uh, don't know what I'm going to do don't know. Just don't know. I heard on the radio this morning that uh, yesterday or over the weekend there was a, an auto auction and a 68 Ferrari sold for I want to say like 65 million dollars 75 million dollars some absurd uh, some absurd amount of money maybe it was 49 million dollars because the guy that uh, the guy that sold it sold it for 10 times what he paid for it and I was thinking he he paid like 4.9 million for it uh, like 10 years ago so hey there's a good investment opportunity that's a good return on your investment there uh, tenfold 
mean, you're, you're adding your original investment on into it again every year, which I, I feel like that's a pretty good return. I don't know. Yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of my day. Uh, we'll get into a story or something here in a little bit. Um, but for now, that's what I got for you. I'll catch you in just a few seconds. Peace. All right, welcome back on a Tuesday. I'm Colton Moore, and this is And One More Thing. Yesterday I was talking about uh, the limitations that our, our minds put on our bodies and how, how we are wonderfully, wonderfully stupid sometimes. Uh, and I was just thinking of some more things that are like that. Um, I just spent like the last couple minutes in my head. Um, I know for you I was only gone like no time at all. But in real time it was a couple minutes. I'm trying to scrounge up a, a good topic to talk about here. I think I got one. I was trying to picture in my head what my dad's backyard used to look like uh, when I was growing up. Because right now, you come out the back porch down the stairs. It's a it's a wooden deck on the back porch um, that sticks out. I don't know, eight feet or so, and then down the stairs. And uh, if you keep going straight, you run into a. a like a wrought iron fence it's not a, it's a fake wrought iron fence but it's like a black fence um with rose you know there's rose bushes on the inside and some some landscaping stones looks like there could be a little uh water trickle feature there but there's not uh and if, and if you could walk through that bush and that fence you'd run right into a, a big uh two-car garage with a, with an attic upstairs and but right when you come off right when you're standing on the porch if you look to your right there's a big concrete pad it's not a big concrete pad. It's really a little concrete pad. And it looks a lot smaller than what I imagine how I remember it before. Uh, but anyway, uh, also, when you're coming down the steps to my dad's house, uh, if you turn left, uh, there's a little walkway to a pool. Uh, behind the pool is a trampoline. Or to the left of the pool is a trampoline, rather. Behind the pool, as you're looking at it there, um, it's just a short gap to the neighbor's fence, and it's a privacy fence. If you uh, just veer to the left, sort of turn straight to the left, you go out into the yard. The garage has a little covered patio porch off of it, and there's a fire ring back there and some swings and and another uh, kind of picket style, uh, not picket style, but like a like a cattle fence back there, um, big square wire fence. And so I'm trying to picture it uh, how I remember when I was a kid. And it's amazing how, and I just think it's amazing how short something can be somewhere before it just becomes how you picture it. Like I picture my dad's yard, boom, that's how I picture it. But it was so different growing up. You'd come down the, you come out the back door, you go to a, a concrete porch uh, with real short and then concrete steps going down, and you had a sidewalk that went straight from the steps all the way to the back fence which was a privacy fence on uh, the, the back of the yard and then around the right side um, as you would come down the stairs 
uh, immediately to your right, you would see a, uh, an old one-stall garage with swinging doors and a little latch hook to close it up. That was cram-packed full of bikes and mowers and fishing poles and just junk. Um, I mean, you, you never know what you never knew what you were going to find in there. Uh, I remember cleaning that off or tearing that garage down uh, when I was a freshman in college, and it was a lot sturdier than we thought it was. Um, spent at least a day up there peeling off shingles and went to go actually knock it over and it just didn't want to go. It was still had good bones. But anyway, immediately behind the garage, at various times in my life, it was a, a small little yard as, you know, the sidewalk lined up along the garage and then to the right behind the garage there was some grass or for a large portion of my childhood there was a, uh, like a two foot deep uh, koi pond. That was all picket fenced in and had a little bridge across, and that was fun. That was cool. You can go out there, hear the water fountain going, uh, lay down on the little covered, lay down on the little bridge that went over there or in a chair, and watch the little toads hop around. And you know, we had we had frogs and turtles and all kinds of goldfish in there. And then beyond that, that wasn't very, wasn't terribly big, but. There was another sidewalk that went perpendicular to the other one, just to the right, off to the fence. And back in there was like, I don't even know, a burn pile back there? Was all those back there? But then the whole left side of the fence was just open. This big yard. We had a tree there, for a big tree right in the middle of where our pool's at now. Um, at the edge of our pool, uh, there was uh, a hedgerow. And then behind the hedgerow was a chain link fence. Uh, that I used to hop uh, every weekend. I hop that chain link fence and go uh, swim at the neighbor's house uh, with uh, the neighbor girl and uh, my other buddies. And you know, just friends from high school. We'd hang out Friday night after football game or whatever. We'd go out to eat, come back and swim till two, three in the morning. And it was a blast. Um, at various points we had the big wooden play set out there. It was just, it's just interesting to, to think how much things can change. And like when you asked me to picture my dad's backyard now, I picture it as it is now. And it, it takes me a minute to actually picture what it used to look like growing up. Kind of the same thing happens uh, at my mom's house. Every time I go there, I end up having to throw something away, whether it's a paper plate or a napkin or what have you. And every time I go there, I think the trash can, they switch which side of the can the trash can's on. So I go to what I think is the switch side, and it's always wrong. So I'm, I'm always going back to the original how it was growing up. And I can't get it, I, I can't even tell you right now which side it was on. Because <laughs> if I went there, I'd or like, uh, right side, no, left, darn. Or, you know, uh, whichever way it is, I don't even know. Like, it's amazing what our brain prioritizes. I got something I would kind of like to know so I don't have to open up both cabinets every time I go to throw something away at my mom's house. Under the sink, that's why that's where that's at, that's why you're opening cabinets. Oh, it's just 
We are wired so bizarrely sometimes. And there's, you know, there's people out there that can remember every single bit of information that's ever been put in their head, but they can't uh, make their own breakfast. <laughs> it's amazing how our, how our, how our brains, they're just, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. But, uh, yeah, it's just an interesting thought I had. Um, I'm sure you have similar situations. Um, you know, and I moved out of my mom's house when I was 13 to move with my dad. And I always, I, I struggle now to remember which cabinet the cups are in and which cabinet the plates are in. It's just the things, your brain compartmentalizes things. It uh, prioritizes them uh, without you ever really realizing what they are until you go to use that information that you know you know and then all of a sudden you don't know it anymore because subconsciously something in your brain said you don't need to know that information anymore you'll figure it out when you get there <sighs> yeah all right guys we'll be back in a bit for the last segment all right peace Welcome back. I'm Colton Moore. This is the And One More Thing podcast. And I'm going to talk about names. What's in a name? I read an article uh, a year or so ago. And it was talking about how more often than not... Your name kind of shapes your destiny a little bit, um, and it just referenced some, you know, common, common or more well-known famous people with uh, ironic or maybe not ironic but very fitting names. Uh, a couple I remember offhand are uh, Tito Beveridge. His last name's Beveridge, and uh, he owns. Uh, Tito's Handmade Vodka. That's what he does for a living. He makes adult beverages, and that's his last name. There's D.D. Trotter, the Olympic athlete. Track star. I think they mentioned a uh, Dr. Cutter, something like that, who was a surgeon who specialized in uh, vasectomies. Just things like that. How often that happens, people have, whether it's subconscious or intentional or uh, completely coincidental. Uh, how, how their names fit their profession, um, which I mean, I don't, I don't know what I'm made to do. Then, uh, my my name is Colton Moore, so Moore is just like a fast, open, boggy prairie area, and. Scotland. So yeah, I, I don't know what it means. Uh, my wife and I have been very intentional with our kids' names. They both have uh, 
Hebrew origins. Uh, we took, uh, my wife is a, a minor in Biblical Hebrew, and I took a couple classes in it as well in college. My son's name is Benaiah, which, which means God built, or is, is God is building. God is building. Uh, that name is actually in the Bible. It's one of David's generals. And I want a name that means something for my kids. Uh, my daughter's name is Lila. Uh, in Hebrew, you would probably say Lila. But uh, we say Lila. And that is the uh, the word for night in the creation narrative in the Bible. Uh, God called the light day and the darkness night. Uh, and he saw that it was good. Lila is night. Um, they just, their names with meaning, I think, are important. You know, you say that, and, uh, you know, of all the possibilities for names out there, uh, you know, we all know the the common ones that are, I think probably are made. I've never seen anybody with these actual names, but everybody always swears are real. Uh, the brothers, uh, Lamangelo and Orangelo, whose names are liter- are actually Lemongelo and Orange Jello, are their names, just pronounced differently. There's, uh... There's the one I've seen where the, the guy's name is Shathead, which is spelled S-H-I-T-H-E-A-D, pronounced Shathead. Uh, there's the uh, there's the, the story of the little girl, and the, they can't pronounce her name, and well, how's it spelled? L-A hyphen A. Oh, it's Ladasha. So, uh, you know, and, and some of those are, there's more bizarre ones than that. You know, there's the DeBrickashaw Ferguson, uh, the NFL player. And I don't know what, what, if these names have meaning to to the parents who name their kids these things or, or not. Um, but all of the possibilities for names in this world, all the, the names with meaning and that serve a purpose, and I still can work with uh, how many are there now? Hang on, three bobs. Um, I work with well, you know, Rob or Bob. They're all their names are Robert anyway. My middle name's Robert. My son's middle name's Robert. And my dad's middle name's Robert. My stepdad's name is Robert. And uh, my brother-in-law's middle name's Robert. My wife's grandfather's middle middle name was Robert. Such a common name. Like, let's pick something else. Not in my family. There'll always be a Robert in my family. But everybody else, pick something else. Um, I work with, uh, there's Eberly, Coors, uh, Seton, and, well, 
there's at least three Andes that I work with, but I think there's more. I'd have to... That's all, that's all I can think of right now is the three. A couple of Ryans. Like, why do we keep picking the same names, folks? I don't understand it. Um, my grandmother and grandfather named uh, my mom and her sister uh, Cindy and Vicky. Not short for Cynthia and Victoria, just Cindy and Vicky, uh, because my grandma, my grandma uh, didn't want them to have trouble spelling their names. Way to, way to think big for your kids, there, Grandma. Sorry, that's kind of mean. I don't think that she'll hear this, but uh, oh well, love you, Grandma. Names. It's one of the most commonly used aspects of you of your person. And uh, I was named after a character in a soap opera. Uh, character's name was Colton Shore. My mom liked it, so she named me Colton. I've got. I don't. I don't really know the meaning behind any of my siblings' names, but I like them. I've got uh, Skyler. My uh, oldest younger brother. Gunner, the next one down. Odin, after him. And then Amelia, my little sister. Uh, they're uh, unique names that aren't completely bizarre. Odin's a bit of a stretch. Um, but, I mean, hey, he's a Norse god of war. Thor's dad, so he's got that going for him. Had a pet eight-legged dog that he used to ride. Great Odin's Raven. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, don't know, I think just names are names are important, and I think we uh, we don't take the time to fully realize the effect the name has on a person when we name our kids. So please do me a favor and take the time to pick a name that has meaning and serves a purpose. Um, I can go back to biblical names. Uh, Jesus means, you know, it's the same as uh, Joshua. God, God will save. God is my savior. Something like that. There's uh, Methuselah, whose name literally translates to uh when he dies, it will come. Okay, I'm not going to say literally, but something like that. Close to that. And uh, when Methuselah died in the Old Testament, that's when the flood came. There's uh, Judah, which means lion. And there's all kinds of... There's all kinds of meaning in names. Moses was named Moses. means drawn from the water in Hebrew. I don't really know what it means in uh, Egyptian, because that's who gave him his name, was a Egyptian princess, but uh, nonetheless. Names go a long way 
uh, to defining your destiny. I really do. I think they do. They serve a purpose. Uh, they provide a calling for your life. Well, that's my deep thought on the Tuesday. And uh, I think I want to leave it there, folks. I will uh, you'll hear from me tomorrow. And I uh, look forward to talking to you then. Peace.